Thanks for downloading this show from PC1. Before we get rolling, here's a word from one of the folks who helped bring you this podcast. Hiring, am I right? Trying to juggle a 9 to 5 and recruiting is like... There's so many job boards. It's impossible to keep track of candidates. And getting feedback from coworkers is like hurting... What if I told you there's a way to calm the recruitment chaos? With WorkConnect by SAP, you post once to reach multiple job boards, easily track candidates, and organize coworker feedback. You'll go from... to... Visit WorkConnect.io slash recruit and start your free trial today. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. I'm glad you're with us on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me that may take you outside your comfort zone, but make your wallet fatter. This show is all about you learning ways to live on less than what you make. And coming up in 20 minutes, I'm going to share something with you so clark Rageous, I can't believe it. And you will be shocked, too. And a half hour from now, I want to give you an update on putting in more affordable security systems at your home. I have something crazy for you. I think about how often I'll speak to a group somewhere in the country and I'll something will come up about Uber or Lyft. And then I'll ask, show of hands, how many of you have ever been in an uber or lyft car as a passenger as a driver whatever and a lot of places i go in america not a hand goes up and so as someone who routinely rides in an uber or lyft and did for television do a stint as a driver for each to see what it was like to see if you could earn a living answer was you can't really earn a living but Anyway, it's been so much a part of my experience that I want to explain to you that this is one of those areas in life that dramatic change is coming, and a lot of us don't yet have it have any relevance in our lives. But there's a new survey that was done that found that one-third of people are ready to get rid of their car and get around simply using apps. And, that, you know, Uber and Lyft, you get by app. And then you throw into that mix that Lyft, one of the big car share services, has teamed up with Waymo, which is the Google spinoff, And the word on the street is they are right at the edge of being able to introduce, not in testing, but in real life, everyday life, a completely autonomous vehicle that you will be able to summon with the app, and the vehicle will just come to you where you are, you get in it, and it will drive you to where you're going without any human intervention driving the vehicle. I mean, the way we transport ourselves is going through such a rapid transformation 
but it's happening around us, and if it's not in our life experience, we don't see it. But imagine this. One of the issues we face in the United States is mobility for people as they age, that their driving skills may deteriorate and they become a danger to themselves or others at some point being on the road. Soon, it won't matter because as long as somebody can walk to the car, the car will be able to drive them to where they're going. Children, being able to be ported to school by an autonomous vehicle instead of potentially a carpool or a bus. These things are not sci-fi 25 years from now. These things are happening, not the kids being taken to school, but the technology is happening so fast that it is a dramatic change. Automakers all over the globe are trying to figure out how they don't become the horse and buggy because of the rapid change that's coming. And your and my life will change significantly as well. Bob is with us on the Clark Howard Show. How can I serve you, Bob? Listen, I have a, I have a mortgage of only 33000 I have three credit cards that I'm paying about, on the average, about 12000 I mean, uh, 12% at 20000 I have 20000 credit card. My mortgage on is 3% right now on the 33000 It's going to go up next month because I had the adjustable. It's probably going to go up at least a point. So between that going up a point, the 33000 the credit card's at twelve to 13000 I mean, 30%. Uh, on the loan, on those credit cards, would it be good to go to the bank and try to get some kind of line of credit and move all that into one one spot? Can I, I do don't that? think so. Your first of all, your mortgage balance is quite low. Um, your interest rate reset because interest rates have continued to remain low, and I think you're okay even if you have it's an annual reset that on the thirty three thousand. Right. Your so balance is very, 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 very low. I'm not. You're not in any danger territory with that. I would say your highest priority is to throw as much money as you can towards the credit cards. I wouldn't right. want you to take the debt you have, credit card debt, that the whole goal is to pay it off in months, not years. Right. That if you take it and you put it into a new loan that's a 30-year loan. Is there any way, now the house is a pretty, my house is worth 200 I mean, I'm almost. On, I was almost on paying it off, but did, you don't think if I went up, what do they say, a line of credit? Well, what you I, could I do, I mean, if you really, if you're really fed up with the credit card balance, I just wouldn't want you to transfer a credit card balance to something else and then charge the cards up again. Never again. No, that's it. When All right. I'm done so with I'm going to give you an alternative because your balance is so so low. Are you a right. member of a credit union? No, I'm not. I want you to join a credit union. Okay. Because credit unions write 10-year mortgages Okay. at fixed rates. And right now, those fixed rate loans are extremely cheap. You have so much equity, it'd be pretty easy for you to qualify. You'd get a rate probably around 2.75% or 3% on a 10-year fixed. Wow. And that is so dirt cheap money. 
you could take the credit card debt at 12%, the mortgage loan, put it into you know $53,000, 10-year loan, and then you're not stretching it all out forever, and you're completely debt-free in 10 years. You think that's a prepayment if I paid it early? Uh, generally, at a credit union, there's no prepayment penalties. Okay. Remember, credit unions, if you... Uh, I don't know. Have you ever been a member of a credit union? No. Credit unions are owned by their members who have an account. So it's your place. So they're not going to do things like say, oh, we're so mad at you paying us this money, we're going to charge you a prepayment penalty. Right. They want you to okay. get the best deal you can. So yeah, I got... I had gotten a 40-year mortgage like 20 years ago. I, I had this mortgage for over 20 years already. No way. 40-year mortgage. No way. I want you out of that. Yeah. I want you out of that. So, so go do a 10-year loan. Take it all. Roll it into it. Credit unions okay. keep those on their own books. Right. And then you can wipe out the whole thing, the credit card debt and the mortgage. Excellent. And then will Great you be idea. completely 100% debt-free in your life? That's what I'm looking to do, and I'll, I'm not, I'll never do credit cards again. My wife didn't work for like two years, so she charged up one twelve thousand dollars in a year and a half when she wasn't working. Now she's working again, but now I, every time I get that statement and I'm seeing the interest on that one, just the one is like two hundred and sixty or something a month. Just the interest alone is like crazy. Yeah, so you take it down the whole thing down to three percent. You know, credit cards aren't going to be part of your life. Then things are going to work out great for you. You get out of a forty-year mortgage. That's an amazing thing you're telling me with a 40-year mortgage. I can't believe that. Warren is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Warren, how can I serve you with the burglar alarm? Okay, uh, I just purchased a home, and I was needing uh, your advice on what would be the best security system for my new home. Uh, I've tried a lot of services. All right, so, so the, here's the story. I'm a low Warren, will help me do the same services. Warren, okay, a couple of things. How handy are you? I'm very handy. All right. I want to tell you about a company called Simply Safe, S I M P L I Safe.com. Yes, sir. You can install your own system in about 90 minutes, two hours. Okay. And the monitoring per month is 15 a month. Wow. There's no contract. Wow. That would definitely help. And there are other self install companies as well, but the alternatives being offered now. Because the technology's gotten so much simpler, easier, that if you're handy at all, you can do this stuff yourself. They're wireless, so you don't have to drill holes in the wall. You can install one in just, I mean, maybe 90 minutes. And you get it up and running in 15 a month. That's quite a deal. SimplySafe.com. S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com. John joins us on the Clark Howard Show. John? Yes. You had a credit card that disappeared. What happened? Yeah, well, Clark, I, like basically I've been listening to your show, and I need some advice from you. Um, here's the situation. I have a, a large, major uh, bank-issued credit card um, that I've had for a number of years, and I have... Uh, and I took your advice. I only use it uh, once a month. I have a standard charge that's on that. The bank decided to reissue new cards with new account numbers that would be linked up to the uh, my existing or old uh, account card. 
and they went ahead and they sent those out and unfortunately I never ever you know received that card and there were fraudulent you know charges that were put on it uh, not to my knowledge I received a letter from the bank their fraud department stating that there's potential fraudulent activity on your account what I did is I went ahead and spoke with the representative um, and at that point in time they said yes there is and they went ahead and told me about the charges where they were there was only the one that was legitimate the other charges were incorrect they said that they'll be sending me new cards uh, reissue new cards with uh, also a correspondence letter that I'm to you know formally fill out and explain which ones are legitimate and which ones aren't and it would appear on my billing statement probably two billing cycles but then it'll be removed and I will not be you know obligated for that that, that is you- all correct but when you send back the affidavit yes send it certified mail because you want no question that you responded within the legally required time, okay. which is 60 days from the date of those charges. Okay. If they later tried to claim, this is nuts, I know, but if they later tried to claim at your bank that you had never disputed the charges in writing, mm-hmm. they can legally hold you liable for the charges even though they were fraudulent. Okay. Understand, and and the thing too, Clark, is I just wanted to thank you. My wife and I are longtime listeners. This is the first time that I've actually you know called in, um, and we do everything that you know you've explained over you know over the years. And at the same time, I'm my wife and I are very meticulous in what we do. I guess a question, second question is: um, we live in a rural area. The mail is delivered to a rural mailbox across the street, you know, from from our house, like on the side of the street. Uh, is there anything that we can do to to stop the um, issue, and we're constantly receiving, you know, pre-approved applications. Yes. For, um, yes, you sure can. You can shut them down cold. Okay. And how do I do that? You can shut down. It'll stop about ninety-five percent of those pre-approves coming in the mail. Okay. And you can either do it by phone or on the web. I'll give both. Okay. The phone number is one eight 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 five opt out. O p t o u t. Okay. You'll have to give your social security number. Oh, I don't like doing that. You have to. Okay. Because that's how the credit bureaus track people. Okay. And a lot of people uh, can the call and don't follow through because they're scared about giving the social. Right. Give it in this case. Okay. The second thing is on the web, you can do it online at optoutprescreen.com. Could they come up with a harder to remember web address? (laughs) Optoutprescreen.com. Right. And you will be able to just, uh, you won't eliminate 100%, but I mean, like, cold in within six weeks, 95% of them don't come in your mailbox anymore. And that's one of the greatest ways to prevent identity theft. Today's Clark Rageous moment is a perfect example of when laws are passed, there can be ridiculous unintended consequences. Rip-offs. Outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. This is crazy. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle. California passed a law unanimously through its legislature. When does anything ever pass unanimously? That requires that any book that you would buy at a bookstore where you go to a signing where the author is there signing the books, that you 
are not legally allowed to then sell that book to anybody without a professional authentication that the signature in that book is really from the author of that book. Bookstores would be required to have a professional authenticator there. If I was doing a book signing for one of my books, they'd have to have a professional authenticator authenticating everyone I signed. Law of unintended consequences. Because the purpose of this is because of all the counterfeit sports memorabilia where people buy baseballs, jerseys, footballs, whatever, they were supposedly signed by the professional athlete. And so athletes are suffering because their signature becomes worthless because of all the counterfeiting going on. Well, let me tell you something. Nobody is paying more for a book that they buy secondhand because it was signed by an author. Are you kidding me? Fortunately, a bookseller has filed a suit against it, but it's something I always caution about. When somebody says there ought to be a law, be careful what you wish for, because you might get it. Okay, you're a human, which means you've done laundry some point in your life. And you know what a hassle it can be separating the laundry, preparing, doing multiple loads? It's not fun. Well, Home Depot might have a solution that makes it easy. Really. They have the new Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry Washer and Dryer Pair. These innovative appliances are the first ever to allow you to wash two loads and dry two loads of laundry at the same time in the same machine. So when you do the laundry, you don't have to mix different colors and fabrics together and destroy your clothes. Flex Wash integrates a large capacity lower washer for everyday washes and then an additional washer for separate colors and delicates. And the Flex Dry integrates a large tumble dryer for everyday items and a flat dryer for your delicates. You wash one load, you dry one load, everything's done. And both the washer and dryer have a number of innovative features that make laundry super easy, like the Flex Wash offers a steam wash option for removing stains and a self-clean to keep the water odor-free. And Flex Dry features multi-steam to steam away odors and wrinkles, while Sensor Dry optimizes drying temperatures to avoid damage to your clothes. It's technology you can really appreciate. And both are Wi-Fi connected, which allows you to set and start the machines and receive alerts when a load is finished. Together, the Flex Wash and Flex Dry offer the ultimate flexibility to provide the best possible care for your clothes. So get to Home Depot now and check them out. The Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry washer and dryer pair. Hiring, am I right? Trying to juggle a 9 to 5 and recruiting is like... There's so many job boards. It's impossible to keep track of candidates. And getting feedback from coworkers is like hurting... What if I told you there's a way to calm the recruitment chaos? With WorkConnect by SAP, you post once to reach multiple job boards, easily track candidates, and organize coworker feedback. You'll go from... to... Visit WorkConnect.io slash recruit and start your free trial today. Glad you're with us on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. 
Clark.com is our web address. Clark.com slash ask is how you get to ask me a question. But there's more than just that. If you have a question, you want to get it answered by a member of our team, you can do that for free, off air, 45 hours a week. Instructions how to get free off the air advice explained on the main page of Clark.com. Go about halfway down. One of the folks that works on Clark.com and has been with me as a volunteer on Clark.com for years and years and years, her name is Carrie, wanted me to talk about the burglar alarm thing again and how to save money on it because she did a lot of research on it and found something that I have not talked about that I've now looked at and is outstanding called scoutalarm.com. Scoutalarm.com, because of the tremendous advances in electronics, is an alarm system you install yourself, and a typical install with the equipment you're likely to need will cost you somewhere around $300 to $600 for the equipment. And then monitoring of your system with depending on which choice of monitoring you choose, will cost you from 100 to about $215 a year. A year. So you can use monitoring where you use a third-party monitoring station, which I recommend. That's about 215 a year. Or you can monitor on your smartphone, which you can do either way, and have the alarm alert you when there seems to be an intruder at your house. And that, again, is 100 a year. And these self-install systems, the real pioneer in that has been Simply Safe, S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com. These companies are providing you a whole new path. And by the way, Because of the new technologies involved with the equipment, the equipment costs, if you just buy the equipment and then pay somebody for monitoring, has become so affordable that there is never a circumstance, never a circumstance, where you should sign a contract with a burglar alarm company. Typically, they put you in these rotten, terrible three-year deals and you pay so much per month some of the costs per month are just absolutely shocking i've had quotes from people where they're in contracts that they have to pay more than 30 dollars a month i've even had one that was over 40 dollars a month where actually a reasonable cost of monitoring is typically 20 dollars or less per month And you want to pay for equipment because the company needs to be paid for their equipment and paid for their work installing it and then pay them for their monitoring service. The problem is if you do one of these deals where they give you a system supposedly for free and then they hit you over the head with a baseball bat in your wallet every single month for an outrageous monitoring charge, you're stuck with them even if they're a crummy company. You're stuck with them even if you later find out your next-door neighbor is paying 15 a month for monitoring, and you're paying 30 
never, ever, ever sign a contract with a burglar alarm company, period. Mike is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Mike. Hi, how you doing? Great, thank you, Mike. You have an interesting question for me about working past when a lot of people want to. Well, that's right. Uh, I'm 75. I have a part-time job that brings in about $3,000 a year. I don't uh, really, I hate to say this, but I don't really need that money, and I've just been investing it. Does it make any sense to put it into my existing Roth account? Yes. Not only does it make sense, that's a brilliant idea. So I love that. You're working part-time just because you want to, and so it throws off money that's just there. You put it in a Roth, there's multiple layers of benefit to you putting the money in a Roth. One, the money will grow tax-free. Two, if you never need that money, it's a wonderful asset for loved ones to inherit. But three, if you ever do need the money, you'll be able to spend from it tax-free. Now, I understand that you're not supposed to touch it for five years, the initial investment. Am I understanding that correctly? No. With a Roth, money you contribute to it is free for you to take at any time, free of any penalty or taxes. Only the earnings would potentially be subject to tax at some point. But the the actual contributions, you pop 3000 in and you decide you need it next year or six months from now, you're allowed to pull that 3000 out without any consequence at all. Okay, I just can't take any earnings that it's made. Exactly. For, uh, for a period of five years? Okay, so you're taking me into an area I'm trying to remember the rules on because I never have anybody ask me who's... Um, who's past 59 and a half, I would think that you would be free to take both um, principal and earnings, but I, I can't swear to that because I've never had the question before. Well, I found something on the web that seemed to indicate that the time the clock started when you first opened the IRA. Yeah, that I, I'm afraid I, I don't want to answer that. But from the reality is, is that if you need cash, just taking the earning, the uh, initial contribution should be enough for you to deal with any short-term financial needs. I really don't expect to have to need it. I'd prefer to pass it on to my kids. Well, you are a nice dad, and it's so much better for an inheritance versus a traditional IRA. Yeah. May I ask you an unrelated travel question? Sure. My impression is that you would go international, standing up the whole way if you could get a cheaper ticket. No. <laughs> well, no, I'm, no, I, I will not. In fact, um, my rule is when I fly domestic, I would stand up. And, you know, Ryanair, the big European discounter, has proposed having a standing section in the back of the aircraft at ultra cheap fares and i would do that i love standing anyway i stand the whole time i do the show i'd be happy to stand for an up to four hour flight but when i take a long over the water flight i want to be comfortable well what's a good source for comfort i keep hearing how the seats are getting tighter and tighter and being over six foot tall 
I'm not excited about being cramped for hours on end. The European and Asian airlines are offering a premium economy product that is a very good product. It's the equivalent of like a domestic first-class seat. And well, I'm headed the other way if I go to Hawaii. Oh, so when you fly within the United States, our full fare airlines, American United and Delta, offer a um, like a, a premium coach that is not a bigger seat. It just gives you a little more leg room. It's only when you travel on the foreign airlines that you can get a really, really nice premium economy product. So going to Hawaii, you really have a choice only of a traditional cramped coach seat or buying first class. Ouch. Yeah. So I'll tell you a tip on that. Hawaiian Airlines flies from so much of the mainland now to Hawaii, and they offer day of departure, actually 24 hours in advance, they offer an upgrade to first class at relatively inexpensive upgrade charges. Very interesting. Worth looking into. Okay. Jose is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Jose. Hi, how you doing? Great, thank you, Jose. How can I be of service to you? Well, a friend of mine um, convinced me to join this company and said that it's going to save me money on my gas and electric. Uh, about 2% in a year and in total, if I were to improve five more households to do the same thing that I did to save money, then I will be getting free gas and electric. Okay, I guess that is possible. There are a number of what are known as multi-levels around the country in states that have deregulated either electricity or gasoline, and they offer the thing where... The more people you recruit in, the more a cut in price you get on your power or gas for recruiting those people in. So it is possible, although getting all your gas and electric for free, or getting gas or electric for free, that I've not heard, but getting meaningful discounts, I have heard that. Do you have to pay any money up front to participate? Uh, no, I didn't pay anything at all. So all you got to do is you join up, you go as part of your friend's uh, ladder or downline or whatever, and then if you recruit, so he gets money for you doing that, and then you recruit others, you get money, and it's for, for a real service. Right. Yeah, I I can't tell you off the bat that I have any problem with that, because there is an actual real thing you're getting. It's all about you signing up through them for deregulated natural gas or electricity and doing it that way if you're getting a legitimate savings from what you'd be paying otherwise that sounds straight up where i get nervous is with any of the power buying things or gas buying things where you have to pay a big upfront fee then i worry more that it's about getting people to sign up and pay the fee rather than buying the gas or the electricity. Susan's with us. Hi, Susan. How are you today? Oh, hi. I'm good. 
Hey, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I have so much admiration for you. Well, you're kind to say that. You, you do, And you do not stink. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, okay. to save water, I take very few showers, save money. No. <laughs> I'm a cashier, and I would say at least one half of the cards that I handle are not signed. Now, I ask for ID, they ask me why, and I say it's because it's not signed, and they come up with all kinds of reasons why they don't sign it. You are supposed to sign your card, right? Yes, and even if somebody would like you to check ID, you know how some people will say CID on the back of the card because they're trying to prevent credit card fraud? You should still sign the card, and next to where you've signed it, say CID. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's not a good idea that people don't go to the next step of signing the card because then if it falls into somebody else's hands, they can sign your name the way they would sign it. And then even if somebody's closely comparing signature, they're off the races. But I want you to think about your daily life when you're out and about. How often is it that you run your own card on your side of the register and the card is never looked at. The signature is never compared. That's true probably 90% of the time I use my yeah. card. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we still we have to see it. We have to do it. And um, So you got some people get ugly with you because you oh, say... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had one lady actually tell me that the credit card company told her not to sign her card. No. Uh, she's so she's very confused. Yeah, yeah. So that lady would... told me the bank told her not to sign it. And I thought I just have to bite my tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not true. Donnie is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Donnie. How are you? I'm good, Clark. How about yourself? Great, thank you. Donnie, how can I serve you today? Well, I was on your website the other day, and I was wanting to do a credit freeze. You know. And uh, I got all the way, you know, through through the end of it and everything, and I got to thinking, man, if I do a credit freeze, what about my wife? Should we do a credit freeze on the both of us, or is that a joint when I do that? Nope. Unfortunately, you have to do it times six, because you have to do Equifax, then you have to do TransUnion, then you have to do Experian, and your wife has to repeat the process and do all three as well. The credit bureaus could have made it a lot easier and allowed you to set up credit freeze with one and then transmit to the other two, but they didn't want to make this easy because, I don't know if you know this, the credit bureaus hate credit freeze because when you freeze your credit, you kill a huge amount of money that the credit bureaus make on your dossier they build on you, that they package you and sell you again and again and again, they can't make any of that money once you freeze your credit. I see. So that's why they make you jump through the hoops three different times. And even if they weren't trying to be difficult, your wife would still have to do hers separately because credit reports are by individual. So each of you would have to do it. Now, okay, when you, so when you, I'm sorry, go ahead. When you finish the process, each credit bureau is going to give you a secret code, print out the confirmation, and file it where you will not lose it. Because if you lose that, it's a pain to deal okay. with 
getting your credit thawed if you need to apply for a loan for something. So now if I want to unthaw my credit to apply for something like that, do I have to unthaw all three of them? All six Depends of them? on, you only have to thaw the one that somebody's drawing on. So let's say you walk into a cell phone store and they want to pull your credit. And hopefully they will know, oh, we use Experian and you know to thaw that one. Sometimes okay. people won't know and you'll have to thaw all three. Okay. So how much does it cost you in your state to freeze your credit? From what I've seen, was anywhere from 5 to 10 bucks. Okay, and do they charge you the thaw in your state? Yes, I think they charge that as well. Oh, that's too bad. Because a lot of states, even if they charge a big fee to freeze, like 5 or 10 bucks, they don't charge to thaw. So we shouldn't be charged at all to do this, because a lot of this is the fault of the credit bureaus with all the the identity theft and all that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of crazy they make us pay to protect our own information, but it's the way the laws are written in a lot of states. So, But it is a very good thing for you to do and for your wife to do. But let me say it one more time. Don't lose those papers that have your freeze codes and thaw codes because you lose that. It is such a hassle. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports this podcast. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust, someone who's got your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in just minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure that you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. So whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank. Skip the waiting. Go completely online at quickenloans.com slash save. That's quickenloans.com slash S-A-V-E. Let Rocket Mortgage help you get the exact mortgage solution that you need. Go to quickenloans.com slash save. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Today on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted, we are joined by actor, producer, director, author. What else can you do, Brian Cranston? I sweep floors. You do? And I load a dishwasher really, really well. Do you unload it? Not too many. Okay. (laughs) We could give you a job in our house. The talent is loading it, not unloading. No, the talent is buying the dishes that fit together and not the dishes that I buy that don't fit in the dishwasher. Well, I could teach you how they can fit. Okay, Brian, thank you. That's Brian Cranston on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted. Be sure to listen on Podcast One or through the Podcast One app and Apple Podcasts. Hiring, am I right? Trying to juggle a nine-to-five and recruiting is like... There's so many job boards, it's impossible to keep track of candidates. And getting feedback from coworkers is like hurting... What if I told you there's a way to calm the recruitment chaos? With WorkConnect by SAP, you post once to reach multiple job boards, easily track candidates, and organize coworker feedback. You'll go from... to... Visit workconnect.io slash recruit and start your free trial today. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where we all learn together. We become smarter as we learn from each other with collective wisdom. That's how life should work. 
And this show is all about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our web address. If you're looking for ways to save money, check out ClarkDeals.com. So I said collective wisdom. That's how I really feel. And you expect that when you get advice from me, that it's going to be solid and on the mark. And there are times that you'll be listening and you'll think, what happened to Clark? That was just lousy advice. If you ever have that feeling like I'm off my game or I'm out of my mind, I need to know that. So we have a forum at Clark.com called Clark Stinks. And you can go post, and then others can see your post. They can comment on yours. And then weekly, our producer, Krista, goes through your posts on Clark Stinks and reads them right here on the air. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. All right. You know, this is a special edition of Clark Stinks, Clark. Why is that? Because I'm going into the mailbag for a couple of these. We got oh. some, some stinky emails, which we don't encourage you sending, but um, we did pull some of them, and I'm going to read them now. I am no, I am a longtime listener, and I've always loved your honest advice, but I'm shocked that you've said nothing about the efforts underway to fire Mr. Cordray and dismantle the CFPB. I don't care if it's a Dem or Republican doing the damage, but you and I both know that this is the most transparent attack on, attack on middle-class Americans that big business has done, and that's saying a lot. Every day that you go without informing your listeners about this is another day closer to being a fraud. And that was Susan. Susan, I appreciate that, and people have made it clear as could be that you want me to stay out of political matters, and this has become a political football. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has done an outstanding job. It's the first time there's ever been a federal agency that said to the banks, you must comply with the laws of the United States. You are not above the law. They also give you an outlet that if you as a consumer are frustrated with a problem with a bank, you can write them. There's a simple form at consumerfinance.gov, and then that triggers under the law a 30-day period for the bank to investigate and look at your problem, and over and over again, problems that people have had with the banks that have gone unresolved suddenly do get resolved. And so there is a strong move. The bank's feeling a lot more powerful now, and the banking industry is working overtime to destroy the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau or to defang it by, at the very least, firing the director and, at the most, destroying it so that the banks, again, will reside where they most prefer and that is not subject to the laws of the United States. This one's going back to the bloody doctor on the United Airlines flight. 
Hi, Clark. My question is, why can you not be more balanced in your reporting? I do not defend United in any way, shape, or form, but that passenger put himself into the hospital. No law enforcement personnel would injure someone who was not ferociously resisting. Was the passenger drunk? Do we know the whole story? The passenger did not sense an opportunity to get big bucks from United. United will pay daily for this incident, but the passenger could have prevented it if he had chosen to do so. Please balance. And that was Ralph. Ralph, thank you. And Ralph's post, that was an email? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that email apparently sat in our inbox for a while because mm-hmm. since United has taken responsibility, apologized, said they did the wrong thing, uh, the law enforcement authorities in Chicago have now apologized, and whatever Dr. Dow did or did not do it was the response by United and law enforcement in Chicago that was the real problem. And I'm telling you, I fly every week, and there are two sides to the story, maybe three to every story. I see customers on airplanes not behave as they should. I see crews from time to time not behave as they should. We're in tight quarters on those planes. We all need to act more civilly with each other. Clark, I was listening to your broadcast and a gentleman from Western Tennessee called about earthquake insurance. Believe it or not, but Western Tennessee slash Southern Missouri is a major earthquake zone. It's called the New Madrid Seismic Zone. The last time it was active, it changed the course of the Mississippi River and made it flow backwards for a short period of time. Read up on it makes fascinating reading. Paul. Paul, thank you. You know, you could tell when you were listening to that call, Paul, that, yeah, that rhymed, that I was not sure about the level of risk of earthquakes in the area the gentleman lives in Tennessee, and I guess I need to do more reading on that. Okay, your advice to the son of a 91-year-old woman about investing the 75K proceeds from the sale of her house was inadequate. The probability of nursing home care is very high for this woman, and she and her son need to be paying attention to the Medicaid rules for long-term care eligibility. For the non-rich, no matter how much money you have, you will spend your money down to $2,000 and go on Medicaid. Medicaid looks back five years, and the rules are complex and vary from state to state. And... The answer to go with that is that if an elderly person comes into a large sum of money, that would be the point to go meet with a specialist kind of lawyer known as an elder law attorney. There's a trade association for elder law attorneys where you can find one close to where you live, and they will make sure way beyond the issue of nursing homes, they'll make sure that your money is being properly protected from a number of of possibilities that happen as you age. Bobby wants to know, why do you always promote whatever is the cheapest, even if there's a terrible price to pay for society and or the earth? Today was the last straw, promoting the Koch brothers' toilet paper, and you never mention cars that don't pollute. You only mention the cheapest gas guzzlers. If you insist on only promoting the cheapest items, at least put an asterisk next to let the readers know that supporting that product is harmful to society and the earth. Sadly, you're not the only entity who promotes initial low cost without mentioning long-term harm. So I don't get the reference to the Koch brothers. They own Georgia Pacific. 
we so did a, we've done lots of toilet paper roundups, especially on the on Clark.com. So like the best toilet paper right. for your money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, anything involving uh, Koch Brothers Company, I don't get involved in their politics at all. And uh, if they have a product that tests best, I will talk about it on the cars. Uh, you may not be aware, I am a maniac about electric cars and alternative fuel cars. I once had a natural gas automobile. And within the next five years, electric cars are going to sneak up on us here in the United States and overseas and will become the preferred form of transportation versus traditional gasoline-powered automobiles. Maybe this should be a Clark Stinks, because when Clark warns of a phishing scam, he never tells folks the easiest way to protect yourself from phishing emails. That way is to simply set your email viewer defaults to read as plain text rather than the standard HTML. When you do that, all the fake links become clear. I work for the military, and all our computers are set that way for a reason. I've set my home computer up that way, too. It takes seconds. Downside is you have to convert back to HTML. Mike. Krista, thank you, Mike. Krista, is Mike right that that's an easy thing to do that we should tell people how to do sure, on Clark.com? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike, thank you very much, and I appreciate that as a way to keep people out of harm's way. You said the only reason a medical facility wants your social security number is for collection purposes. This is not true. You can be identified in a form by your social security number, and it is also sometimes the only way to confidently verify your health insurance. Even knowing your social security number is important not to give out to others when it comes to medical billing. It can be crucial for that bill to be processed correctly sometimes. I do understand that this is not always the case, Stephen. Stephen, thank you for that perspective from the other side. You know, the whole reason that uh, health insurers were forced to stop using Social Security numbers as our medical record numbers is because of all the fraud that was emanating out of medical offices. And, And medical still accounts for nearly half of all data breaches in the United States. So I'm sorry, I... I still think that the consumer needs to protect himself or herself and not list the Social Security number because the danger to the patient is too great. Hi, Clark. Why don't you like credit repair? I've had great luck even getting a bankruptcy removed. They can get anything removed, even accurate items, if the reporting creditor can't verify properly in a timely manner. It seems more often than not they can't. A win out in a technicality is still a consumer win, right? I'm really sorry to disagree with you here. I'm, I'm glad for you that hiring a credit repair service worked. But it's an illegal activity in, I don't know how many states now, to engage in credit repair. It is a process where you manipulate the credit report and make it read falsely. And I just can't get comfortable with that. And James says, this just stinks. I took your advice to go with Mint Sim for Cricket, only to find out that Mint's roughly half off is only good for the initial term, not for when you re-up for the second term. This just stinks. Why would I change something long-term and good for a short-term quick deal? Please let all the callers know that it's an introductory deal only. And who is this with? Mint Sim. Mint Sim. 
we had a call about it at one point. And, um, and then we've mentioned when there are deals. Of course, we have the cell phone guide on Clark.com and have mentioned when there are sales going on. I'm looking at it right now. It says limited time promo when you buy it uh, $11.67 a month or $2.99 a year. So you have to pick how long you want to have the set price and how much of your money you're willing to put at risk to do it. This is not, as Krista said, this was a call the show, not something we've listed on our guide, as I recall. Hi, Clark. I wish you wouldn't encourage tax evasion on your show. One day I heard you say that smart people from Washington shop in Oregon, whereas there is no sales tax, and then that we should order from B&H Photo, which doesn't collect sales tax in most states. Just because a seller doesn't collect sales tax doesn't relieve you from your responsibility to pay it. All those Washington residents are supposed to declare the value of -of out-of-state merchandise bought for each tax year, whether from Oregon or B&H Photo, and pay sales tax accordingly. Just because lots of people break this law doesn't mean they should. Isn't that why you have rallied railed on people who download music illegally peter peter what an interesting perspective this came up before from a caller in north carolina where the state of north carolina had served a notice on uh, tax due for out-of-state purchases and this is an area that uh, states have basically zero compliance on and I I know you're looking at this as tax evasion. I look at it as tax avoidance. And maybe I have blinders on and I'm missing the real picture here. The reality is that there should be a method to collect sales tax from all online retailers so that the, the field is uh, played on a level playing field instead of how it is now where local retailers are disadvantaged to online purchases. The problem has been that states have not been willing to come up with a uniform sales tax regimen that could work across the 50 states for online purchases. It's the thing about buying in physical stores in Oregon and Washingtonians should report the tax. I don't even know what to say about that because I bet it would cost the state more in administrative costs than the revenue they would get from that. I want to hear from you. Please go to Clark.com. Go to Clark Stinks and let me know how I can do a better job for you. Kathy is with us. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Hi, Clark. Fine. Kathy, you have a question for me that only one other person has ever asked me. So hit me with your question about uh, who's this car rental company? Okay. So I was going online comparing car rental companies for a trip that's coming up. And I noticed a rental from one of the companies was substantially less, almost $10 a day less. But I had never heard of the company before. So I did a little research, and it looks like they're a European company who's come to the United States in the last few years, and they are expanding their market. Yeah, go ahead and name them. Okay, it's 6T. Yeah, S-I-X-T dot com. Correct. And I just wanted to check with you what you thought about the company, because... The last thing I want to do is get someplace and not have a car ready for it. So I've rented from them overseas, never rented from them in the United States. The only thing I can go by is we haven't had any complaints about them since they started renting cars in the U.S. 
I mean, they've been around as long as I've ever rented cars in Europe. And okay. and so I know of no reason. That I, this sounds so negative. I know of no reason not to book with them. But I have to say it that way because what do I hear? I only hear from people when there's a problem, right? Correct. And so, so far, not on my radar as causing problems. There's opportunity for them in the United States because our, what were then nine car rental companies, I think it was, are now down to three. All the car rental companies we had are now under three owners. So the prices of car rentals have gone up in the United States, and that's what created the opening in the marketplace for them to come in and offer car rentals. So I know of no reason, Kathy, why you wouldn't want to take the $10 a day savings. And if it turns out they're a lemon... Well, you can let me know, and others will let me know over time as well. You know, when you're a kid, there are a lot of things that you think exist. Unicorns, dragons, mermaids, you name it. When you're a kid, it's real. But when you find out later that they don't, well, it's kind of disappointing. Of course, as you get older, you get over the disappointment. But when you're looking to buy a car, there's nothing worse than finding the one of your dreams online, and then you find out later it doesn't really exist. It's not true. That's why at True Car, they show you real pricing on actual inventory. This isn't pricing offered to you by True Car. It's an actual VIN-based price from a True Car certified dealer in your area. Real prices. And these aren't just any dealers either. True Car certified dealers are a carefully curated network of dealers committed to transparency. They offer competitive prices and a faster, easier buying experience for you. It's a fact. True Car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with the True Car certified dealers. And, on average, they save over $3,000 off the MSRP. So when you're ready to buy that dream car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Stay tuned for 60 seconds of AP News headlines right after this podcast. Hiring, am I right? Trying to juggle a 9 to 5 and recruiting is like, there's so many job boards. It's impossible to keep track of candidates. And getting feedback from coworkers is like hurting. What if I told you there's a way to calm the recruitment chaos? With Work Connect by SAP, you post once to reach multiple job boards, easily track candidates, and organize coworker feedback. You'll go from to visit workconnect.io slash recruit and start your free trial today. Glad you've joined us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our website. And when you get to Clark.com, you can also have our podcast. You know, if you missed an hour of our show, you want to go catch up, our podcast is free and available to you. And there are many places that offer the podcast, but you can always come get it from us. Go to clark.com slash on demand. And doing something on the web is so common. And people use the web all over the place. And a big calling card for so many coffee shops and sandwich shops and whatever shops, cafes, it's all about having the free Wi-Fi. And, oh, I don't know how many months ago I talked about how there's been a counter move 
with places that had offered free Wi-Fi now yanking it out or limiting the use because they found their places were, instead of being places that people interact and enjoy conversation, they were becoming workspaces. And they were losing what the culture was supposed to be of the coffee shop, sandwich shop, cafe, whatever. And then one of my staffers related an experience when she went to a sandwich shop with her young son and they were talking and the son was doing a puzzle and this woman turned around and in an indignant tone said, I am trying to carry on a Facebook, not a Facebook, a um, FaceTime conversation and you're making too much noise. Well, without naming which of my staff members that was, that was that that happened to that was the wrong person to say that to (laughs) okay when we heard the story we all just started laughing because that was out of line anyway so i'm glad to report that now more and more places are either throwing the internet out, the Wi-Fi out of their business, or they're restricting how many minutes you can be on it so that people, once again, can feel comfortable talking and chatting and laughing and hanging out. I was um, near a corporate parky kind of thing with all the office buildings and all that, and I went to a Panera, and it felt soulless And I think Panera does a great job, has a great operation. But it felt soulless inside because there were all these tables and booths filled with people that were hunched over their laptops. And it was like dead silent. And there was no joy of life. There There was nobody having any fun. They were all just in a workspace. You know, all work and no play. Gosh, that makes us dull. And so I think it's a great thing if a business owner has the guts to say, love for you to come in and hang out and chat, be with your friends, neighbors, work colleagues, have a good time. But this isn't work time here. And I want you to think about it when, when you feel like the necessity to work, 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 work. Balance in life. Balance. You got to have it. Michelle's with us. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Clark. How are you doing? Uh, well, not so good. I'm kind of having an issue that's becoming a really big pain, so I'm calling you about it. What happened, Michelle? Um, well, we bought a vehicle about a year and a half ago, and the engine... The um, valve spring popped off and um, the engine locked up on us. So we took it to a local dealership. Wait, wait, wait. On a year and a half old car, the engine croaked? It was a used car, but it's only a couple years old. It is only a couple years old, but it's still... um, Is it still under a manufacturer's warranty for drivetrain? It no longer had the warranty once we bought it used. But here's the problem. We... 
took it to a dealership, and they told us that they would fix the car for $7,000 and then give us a 12-month, 1,200-mile warranty on it. So 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Yes, yes, mean? correct. Sorry. And um, we ended up um, you know, agreeing to it. It was great. And about a month and a half after we fixed the car, we started having issues with the same problem. So we took the car back. As soon as it started happening, within the same day, actually. And it ended up that we left it there for one week, and they told us that um, today they told us that they cannot fix it, that it's not going to be under warranty. And so I, of course, asked them why, and they said because they feel like the car had been abused um, in that 3,000 miles that we've used it since the new engine. I just want to know, what is it that car did to you that you started beating it with a hammer and a baseball bat? <laughs> you know what? I'm about to now. <laughs> but, um, no, my, my husband drives um, 90 miles a day, unfortunately, but um, and it's all highway miles, to work and, and back, and that's it. So, and wait, so even... I'm trying to follow. What is the abuse that you visited on this automobile? Um, there's, well, first of all, um, there's, they're also saying that because of the modifications that we put on the car, but we put the modifications on before they fix the car and then they put the modifications back on the engine for us. And they never stated in anything of any of the paperwork that because we had modifications on the car. All right. Hey, they, let me ask you some questions here, Michelle. Sure. You say they, 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 they. Okay. So sure. you buy, <laughs> right. I got that. But, uh, $7,000 repair to a vehicle. They uh, not only do they service it, but they warrant their work for one year, 12,000 miles. So in writing, have they told you how you have been an abusive mom of your car? No. So it's just like a made up thing and we're not going to pay because we think you've abused the car. They said one of their district managers came and, and also viewed it, uh-huh. and that's who we were waiting for. We're waiting for their opinion on it, and uh, it took them, because we only have two vehicles, so my husband has been using my vehicle, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm out of a vehicle at the time. All right, let me tell you, there, there's a few things that you're going to need to do to protect yourself. Okay. They're in possession of your vehicle right now, is that right correct? Right now they are, yes. All right. Now, you need to hire... An ASE certified mechanic. You know what ASE is? Yes, I sure do. You hire an ASE mechanic to go evaluate the car for you. Okay. And they become your expert witness if it gets into that kind of messiness. Okay. Now, I am familiar with this particular dealer where you Mm -hmm. had this work done, and it's not a good thing. When I'm familiar with the dealership, because this (laughs) dealership has historically been a very, very questionable car dealer. And I'm putting that politely at this point. Mm -hmm. So you have got to be prepared for these people trying to wear you down. You're not going to permit that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you trusted them with $7,000 of your money. If you would have asked me in advance, I would have told you, no way, not any day should you have had this dealership do the work to your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And that is just absolute garbage for them to throw out some kind of just, oh, we think you abused it. I mean, that that is not behaving in good faith. And you said they, they, they. Are you dealing with the owner of this dealership? Are you dealing with the service no, manager? Service manager, the ser- correct, yes. 
manager. Which manager? Like service manager? Manager. Sorry? Service manager, correct. Mm -hmm. All right, that's not high enough. I want you to get a meeting with the general manager of the ownership of that dealership right away and tell them I'm watching. And I'm waiting to hear back from you. And that you're bringing your own ASE certified mechanic. Okay, that sounds great. Now, do not at any time state this to them at this point. But I will tell you, you have one very strong pressure point with this dealership. Okay. And that is if they just continue to misbehave, you always have the option of suing them. Mm-hmm. Although their uh, service order may require that you arbitrate, which is a complete joke, kangaroo court. But I'll tell you, the greatest power you have is on a Saturday, their big selling day, to be out picketing in front of the dealership. Yeah, I've heard you say that, do that before, and I would do that in a heartbeat. And especially, do you have ch- young children? Yes, I do. Great. You want to be out there with your young kids. Nothing affects a car dealer trying to sell cars more than a cute suburban American family picketing in front of a dealership. <laughs> but you hold that card close to you. You don't even reveal that that, that is your final option. That is the nuclear option. Mm-hmm. that you don't get to till it becomes necessary. If you do find yourself in that circumstance, you need to talk with your local jurisdiction, find out what the rules are on picketing, where you're allowed to stand, what you're allowed to hold, and only stick to the facts. Never say anything about uh, how these people treat their mom bad or anything like that. I mean, you just stick strictly mm-hmm. to the facts of what happened to your situation. Don't even jump to any conclusions. The public will draw enough just from you being out there. But I want you to be tough because these are tough people and you better be prepared. No nastiness, but you be prepared to stand up for yourself. I want to hear back from you that they behave. Our number is 877-87-CLARK. And Sean is with us. Sean, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Great. Sean, you are into descriptions on food menus. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, I'm going to be starting college uh, soon, and uh, and share many- share what you want to study. It's culinary arts. Well, you know, for me, hamburger, cheeseburger, pizza; those are my food groups. I I don't understand mixing all kinds of stuff together and making some food piece of art, but but you love it, don't you? Yeah, I, I've been cooking for a long time, so I figured I'd go to school and get the actual training on it well how can i be of service to you with that because uh, certainly i can't be any help on the food side yeah uh yeah they were um telling me either for the books it's gonna be like 2055 dollars, and then for the books it's two thousand dollars for the books and fees yeah oh okay um the with the uniforms and all the knives and everything and uh he said that whenever i was going to the um start that i'd have to pay $254 $254 a month for the books or I could get a federal loan. And I didn't know whether or not that it would be better to just go ahead and get the federal loan. Because yes, if you, quali- you if you qualify for a federal student loan, the borrowing you want to do is under the federal student loan program. You do not want private loans. If there's any way for you to completely avoid ever going to the private student loan market, you want to avoid it. And do your entire education with whatever cash you can come up with, plus the federal student loans. 
Yeah, because what they're, cause what they're um, the, the, the school would finance it at 0% interest, that I would just have to pay the 254 a month for the first eight months. That I would pay for um, that portion of the books and fees and everything. And then the next year, I'd have to reapply for um, for the 780 and then the third year's. Um, All right, so you qualify for unsubsidized, not subsidized federal student loans, as far as you know. Uh, see, with a subsidized federal student loan, you don't have to make any payments till you finish school. Yeah, she was saying that uh, the federal loan that she was having, going to have me apply for, that I would be deferred for six months after I graduate. Okay, that's, what, that's the kind that I want you in, and that's the only kind. And if you start to run short of cash and you're out of your federal student loan money that's available to you, even if it means you have to delay finishing school for a while till you've saved up money, pay yeah. with cash. Do not, under any conditions, take out private student loans because they are the most miserable experience. You should hear the calls I got, Sean, from people who've taken out the private student loans. Keep it clean and simple, your own money and federal loans, and that's it. And good luck in school. Mike is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Mike. You're just married. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's very exciting for us. Um, it's uh, definitely opening a new chapter in our lives. What I have a question about is my wife had bought a house three years ago before um, she met me. You know, it was a single income, and now we have two incomes. What I have a question about is she has a PMI on it at 4.25%. She's got to have 20% paid off within the first five years. And we are at $121,000 right now. We need to get down to 107 in two years. And we're just wondering, with the two incomes now, can we refinance and go to a, like a 15-year loan to try to drop our monthly payment and maybe get rid of that PMI? I don't. Well, know I love it for you to go into a 15-year loan. The interest rates on 15-year loans are almost a full point lower than what you have. Right. You should be able, with double the income to income, qualify for a payment that uh, historically was about 20% higher. Now it's about 26, 27% higher going on a 15 versus a 30. Uh, there's uh, mathematical reasons for that based on how the ratio of how low interest rates are now. But, sure. but going into the 15 year, you may have to come to the table with a little bit of money depending on how the home appraises. But you would be able to get out of the PMI right away, and it's just so much more cost-efficient for you as a couple to have nearly a point lower interest rate and not have to pay the PMI fee every month. Yes, it's Can a great I, idea. Great. Can I throw a wrench in your... Oh, of course. You know, um, we, we don't want to stay in the house for a long time. Um, we we're hoping within the next few years, that was my other question, I... We'd like to get into a newer house. This one was built in the late 1800s. Um, we'd like to get into a newer house to, you know, to have start having a family. And we're just wondering how soon to do that with the interest rates as low as they Why not? Are. Or then I would say that brings up a whole different thought process. I'd rather see you, if that's your goal, is to stay very short term. Instead, make your goal finding a new house, sell this uh, 1880 house, Go ahead and buy the house that you'd want to build your life in together and get it locked in at today's very low interest rates. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, one quick question. How much, I know you have a ratio of how much 
to borrow versus what you make, um, what would that be about? Um, I don't, is it triple the income, quadruple the income? For, I, I have never been a fan of those kind of ratios. What I okay. like is for you to take what you're used to paying and uh, with just her income and go up now that you're going to have – you have double the income? Correct. Try to go up no more than 25% above that so that you create a lot of financial breathing space in your life life together as a couple, especially if you're going to add kids in the mix. You don't want to create financial stress from the get-go. Thanks for listening to the Clark Howard Podcast. Download new episodes every Monday through Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. This is Jay Moore. I have a new sports podcast every day. More sports. Hashtag more sports. You don't even have to know anything about sports to love it. All you got to know is I get down. I tell it like it is. I curse. I know. That's weird. And I guarantee you will love it. Podcast One, Podcast One app. Please hit subscribe. Hiring. Am I right? Trying to juggle a nine to five and recruiting is like... There's so many job boards. It's impossible to keep track of candidates. And getting feedback from coworkers is like hurting. What if I told you there's a way to calm the recruitment chaos? With WorkConnect by SAP, you post once to reach multiple job boards, easily track candidates, and organize coworker feedback. You'll go from to visit workconnect.io/recruit and start your free trial today.